Good morning. You're listening to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. I'm in Calhoun, Georgia, and I'm with Russ Rogue, the president and CEO of MetroFloor. Russ, how are you doing? Very good, Kemp. Thanks for being with me today. It's good to talk to you. Most people know that MetroFloor, a major supplier to the U.S. of rigid core LVT under names like Aspecta and Engage Genesis. Uh, first quick question, how's business for you so far? Yeah, we're actually enjoying a, a very good year this year, calendar year included. We operate on a fiscal that begins April 1st, and of course, we're now having just concluded the first six months of our fiscal, and we're very, very pleased with how we are performing. Clearly, the rigid core category is unquestionably the catalyst for the for the bulk of our growth. Our dryback business, which is uh, still a considerable percentage of our overall, is flat to just a few percentage points up. But uh, all in, very happy with how we're performing thus far this year. I'm not surprised to hear this from you. You know, John Ball, an analyst that covers the interior finishes companies that are publicly traded, wrote a big report on the growth in the total flooring business and said the majority of the growth is coming from rigid LVT, and that's where your focus, so not surprised. One of the things I thought I'd talk to you about, if you don't mind, since most of the rigid core comes out of China and there's these tariffs that have been announced that are 10% now and potentially 25% in the first of the year, if you could help our listeners understand what a FOB factory tariff in China, how that affects the landed cost, and then how that affects the next level of sale to, in the case of your company, the distributor, sure. but in with other folks, it might be a retailer. Can you help us with that? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, everybody's familiar, of course, with the fact that the most recent round of tariffs that went into effect on any goods coming into the United States, any goods that were affected by the tariff, uh, September 24th or later. And so, The imposition of that additional tariff was 10% on the FOB price, uh, or in this case, the price that we, as the importer of record, are actually paying our factories for the value of those goods. So in generic or simplified numbers, let's just say for the purposes of this discussion that we have to pay our factory $1 per square foot of of a product that we're importing from China the 10% tariff is based on that $1. Now, we don't enjoy margins quite like this. Our listeners may be surprised, but let's say that that same product that we buy for a dollar, if you will, the imported price of those goods from our factory, I turn around and sell that product to one of my distributors for a dollar fifty. Obviously, it's a 50% increase. So the 10% tariff has nothing to do with the $1.50 sell price that I charge my customers. It has everything to do with simply the amount Metrofloor pays for that incoming product. So in short, we did not, as a manufacturer, choose to impose or pass through a full 10% of what would be the landed cost to our customer. We came up with a formula and elected to pass through about 6.5%. So the other factor, aside from the, the differential between the FOB price and what might be our sell price to a customer camp is freight. So obviously when we import product from from Asia, it could cost anywhere from $3,000 to $4,500 to bring in a container of goods, depending on where we're landing it, West Coast or East Coast or the middle part of the of the country. And so we don't you know, mark up the freight, and nor, nor does the tariff have an impact on the freight, but yet that freight is a component of the landed price that our distributors pay. So 
Another reason why when we passed on the 6.5% as opposed to the 10, we looked at it as the bare maximum, I guess is the phrase I would look. We, we wanted to pass on just as little as we felt we had to, to make ourselves close to whole, although we are feeling a little bit of pain from a margin perspective in this uh, instance. Uh, we wanted to remain as competitive as possible and frankly provide our distributors and our dealers with you know reason to continue going to our displays. Mm-hmm. And where this might get amplified is if the tariff goes to 25%, what would the effect be on the price to your customer? Yeah, I think it's without citing a a specific percentage, Mm -hmm. but I would tell you that the same ratio would likely hold true. So if in the example that I provided, a 10% tariff on the FOB cost of goods resulted in our passing on 6.5%, of course, if it goes to 25%, there would be a, a proportionate pass-through, but it would not be 25%. It would be something less than that. Uh, we'll cross that bridge when we, when we come to it. Unfortunately, all indications are is that we will have to face that you know, sooner rather than later. But once more, we're going to try to uh, to keep our products as competitive as we possibly can in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Now, there's also been some talk about the exchange rate of the currency that you're buying from. Is, is that a factor in all this? It can be. We have an agreement with our factories, frankly, where we pay them both in U.S. dollars and in RMB. So we use the local currency as well as uh, the U.S. dollars. It's really a hedge for them and a hedge for us in the sense that if the currency benefit is positive, we, we both partake in it. But if it goes one way or the other, we're, we're kind of insulated and, and so are they. Long story short, there is a, a favorability right now to the exchange rate, but it's so fluid that it's not something that we really use in our calculations relative to cost and sell price and margin. Sometimes it's better for us and sometimes it isn't so good. The way that we sell to our customers, as I described, is uh, we insulate them from fluctuations in currency. We insulate them from fluctuations in freight. We field all of that as it goes up and down. And this is really the first time it was really out of our control relative to the duty where we had to at least pass on a portion of that. You know, I've covered this time and time again. I don't want to dwell on it, but the interesting part of this whole tariff situation is that it's a, a Section 301 tariff, which is to, I guess, punish the countries that are stealing intellectual property. And in the case of rigid core LVT, which is uh, completely almost 100% sourced in China, that product was developed over there. So probably should not have fallen into this situation. And since it is the biggest growth category, will have an effect on the business, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I, we agree with everything you said. We we were hopeful that through the course of the hearings in, in which, you know, Harlan Stone, our owner, participated representing the larger coalition that was formed, we'd really hope that we could make a strong enough case to say that rigid LVT, due to, you know, the uniqueness of this category, the fact that the majority of it is produced in China uh, with little to no capacity here in the United States, it really should have been looked at as outside of the reach of the 301 tariffs. That that obviously didn't take place, unfortunately, if the, if the next round of tariffs go through, this category is unquestionably going to be impacted. I would venture to say that probably if 75 to 80 percent of the LVT that's used here in the United States is coming from China, it's got to be 95 percent if you look at just the rigid category alone. There's a little bit of capacity here in the United States, very little in South Korea, and beyond that, there's really not much to speak of. So uh, of all the flooring products that are caught up in this tariff situation, I can't think of one beyond rigid SPC or WTC products that are going to be affected quite as overtly. Mm-hmm. All right, Russ, thanks for explaining that for our listeners' benefit. Again, been talking to Russ Rogue, the president and CEO of Metrofloor, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloorDaily.net.